0: Have you ever felt completely alone even when surrounded by a crowd of people? As Christmas draws near, are you feeling alone right now? Like nobody truly sees you? In today's episode, we're talking about enduring loneliness, especially in the midst of the Christmas season. Welcome to the Rest in the Homeschool Trench podcast a place for homeschool mamas seeking to cultivate victorious rest in the midst of daily homeschool battles. I'm your host, Amy Smith, and I want to offer hope that in Jesus, we can experience victorious rest. It's the most wonderful time of the year, or is it? It's a season when families and friends gather to share and celebrate joy to the world, peace on earth, and silent nights. It's a season packed full of gift-giving, cookie-baking, parties. But even with so many wonderful things going on, it's possible that there's an ache deep in your soul right now as you feel all alone, even if you are in the midst of many other people. You might feel like nobody sees you. They don't see that struggle deep inside. In the past two episodes focused on this Christmas season, we've already talked about surviving Christmas overload when there's just too much going on around you. And we've talked about overcoming Christmas frustrations when the good plans just aren't quite going according to your expectations. Today, we want to focus on enduring Christmas loneliness, because even though this, in many ways, we think it's supposed to be the most joyful season of the year, for many people, it's just not. For many homeschool moms, it's possible that you're feeling all alone. You're busy trying to take care of everybody else. You're trying to create memories and moments of family togetherness. But deep inside, you feel like nobody sees you, and you feel all alone. Maybe it's because you're grieving the loss of a family member or a friend. Maybe there's a seat at the Christmas dinner table that will be empty this year. Maybe you're in a season when you're surrounded by little children, and even though you're surrounded by people, all of your little people that you love dearly, you're just craving some adult conversation. Maybe this is a year when your older children are growing up and they're just not coming home like you wanted them to for the holidays. Maybe this is a year there have actually been no invitations to parties and you feel forgotten. Maybe you've received the invitations But you couldn't go because you couldn't get a babysitter. Maybe you're actually busy and enjoying times with lots of other people. But even though you're surrounded by others, it feels like nobody actually sees you. Even if they're having a conversation, it feels like there's just something deep inside that nobody else sees and you feel all alone. Last Christmas Eve, I had this deep experience of loneliness myself. We were one of the many, many families in the Christmas season last year who went through a season battling COVID. We had it earlier in the month of December, and for weeks, we've been going through this, this um, just journey in our home of trying to keep this sickness from spreading through our house of six people. We had been, I felt like we'd been playing this game of quarantine and isolation where we were trying to keep everybody protected. Um, so we'd had people isolated in different rooms. We tried creating, you know, th- th- these creative activities of family togetherness, even though we kept a great physical distance between us. So we'd been going through that journey for several weeks. And by the time we, we reached Christmas Eve, we were technically past the virus. The rest of my family was fine. They were all healthy and everybody was feeling good. I, however, was still very sick. Um, I became one of the the people who ended up with pneumonia and I didn't know it at Christmas time, but I was actually just in the beginning of a three-month journey with long-haul COVID symptoms. Thankfully, I'm healthy now. Thankfully, I never had to go to the hospital, but on Christmas Eve, I was still pretty sick. I was um, not so sick, however, that I couldn't let my family go spend some time with our extended family on Christmas Eve. So in the evening of Christmas Eve, I had just a short period of time that my family had gone to my mother-in-law's home to spend time with aunts and uncles and cousins. One thing that was a huge blessing for me in this season when I wasn't well enough to go anywhere to celebrate all of the regular Christmas things I was accustomed to doing was the online Christmas service that my church um, had available. I'm not sure how many times I watched our Christmas service because it gave me a feeling of connection with my church family, even though I couldn't physically be with them. So on Christmas Eve, I was sitting in the den Wrapping presents and watching the online church service again. Um, Wrapping those gifts was the only thing I managed to do that day with my limited energy. And after I'd wrapped several, I was getting pretty tired already. But I was watching our Christmas service, just doing what I could to enjoy this time as I was physically alone. And all of a sudden, the power went out. So there I am on Christmas Eve. I grew up in a large family. I have a large family now. I've always been accustomed to being around many people, especially at the holidays. But on Christmas Eve, I found myself alone. And all of a sudden, I was in the dark. And everything around me was silent. It was one of those almost eerie sort of silences. And after some time passed, it started getting cold in the house. So there I was in the dark, in the silence, growing cold, all alone. But in that moment of darkness, silence, and loneliness, God spoke to my heart. And he reminded me that this is why Jesus came. Jesus came to a dark world that needed his hope. He came to lonely people who needed not only a savior, They needed Jesus as a friend. Jesus was born in this small, lonely village of Bethlehem. And the first people that God announced the birth of his son to were the shepherds. They were the outsiders. They were dirty. They worked outside the village. They were alone. And they also were in the dark, but they were the first ones. God announced the birth of his son. Let's look at this in Luke chapter two, starting in verse eight, where we read in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. The shepherds were the first ones who heard the joyous message that Jesus had been born, that the Savior, the Messiah who had been prophesied for centuries, had come. They were the first ones who received that message. God went to the ones who were in the dark, in the silence, the ones who were lonely, the ones who were alone, and gave them this message of great joy that would be for all people. Friend, God has a message of great joy for you also. This message that the angels proclaimed that night, they said that this was good news of great joy, which was for all people. This news, friend, is for you. But the the story doesn't stop there. God didn't simply give the shepherds a message and just, that was, you know, that was the end of the story. The shepherds had to respond to the message that they had heard. They heard the story, but then let's read what they did next. Picking up in verse 15. It says when the angels had gone away from the shepherds into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem. Then let us see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child and all who heard it wondered at these things which were told them by the shepherds. So I see two things that the shepherds did as that can be a model for us when we are feeling alone, especially now at Christmas. If we want to follow the model of the shepherds, we need to choose to hear and hurry. We first need to hear the message of God's word that he has for, for us, and then we need to hurry to meet with him, but not only to meet with him, but we need to hurry to seek out another person to share God's message with. When we hear God's word, and then we want to hurry to share with other people. You see, you're not the only one who's lonely at Christmas. The lie the enemy wants you to believe right now when you feel alone is that you're the only one feeling isolated. But I guarantee you, you know somebody else who's feeling alone right now, too. So the one step I want to leave you with this Christmas week is simply this. Text somebody else. When you're feeling alone, be intentional to take that time to spend alone with God. Remember, you're truly not completely on your own. Spend some time alone with God look into his word, spend some time in worship, spend some time in prayer, hear something from God's word, and then hurry to share it with somebody else. Send them a text of encouragement or a prayer. Remind them that they're not alone. And as you remind them that they're not alone, I pray that you'll remember that you're not alone either. I hope you'll join me next time as we move into what might be my favorite week of the year, the week between Christmas and New Year's. This is a week that I try to be very intentional to slow down and spend some time reflecting. And so what we'll be talking about in the next episode is reflecting on the past in order to refocus for the new year. We'll specifically be looking at how to refocus for our homeschools as we move into January. But until then, if you're feeling alone this Christmas week, I pray that you'll be intentional about taking that opportunity to be alone with Jesus, that you will hear his word, hurry to share his joy with somebody else, and that as you do, that you will truly experience those tidings of great joy that the angel said would be for all people.